the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Today on Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. I didn't know it, but one of the kids in the group was shoplifting. As we're in the store, like getting nachos and sodas, as 13-year-olds do, and there happened to be an off-duty police officer in the store who saw this kid in our group shoplifting. We all got busted. I had no idea what was happening. Careful who you hang out with. We understand that taking someone else's property, shoplifting, but this commandment has many shades to it. It can be violated many different ways. Have you ever taken something that wasn't yours? You probably didn't even realize you were stealing at the time. The office supplies that you took home from work were specifically purchased for use at your job. Today, Pastor Dan warns us that stealing can take on many different shades. Theft can span from human trafficking to things that seem minor, like taking a bag of chips from a convenience store. Though the Eighth Commandment has various levels of corruption, all stealing is a sin forbidden by God. Now here's Pastor Dan in the book of Exodus chapter 20 for today's edition of Ring of Truth. want to begin by just reading through the Ten Commandments for us in Exodus chapter 20, beginning in verse 2. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. You shall have no other gods before me. That's commandment number one. You shall not make for yourself a carved image. That's commandment number two. Any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath or that is in the water under the earth, you shall not bow down to them nor serve them. For I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children to the third and fourth generations of those who hate me, but showing mercy to thousands, to those who love me and keep my commandments. You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. That's the third commandment. For the Lord will not hold him guiltless who takes his name in vain. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. That's the fourth commandment. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord your God. And it you shall do no work, you nor your son, nor your daughter, nor your male servant, nor your female servant, nor your cattle, nor your stranger who is within your gates. For in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea, and all that is in them, and rested the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. Honor your father and your mother, that's the fifth commandment, that your days may be long upon the land which the Lord your God is giving you. You shall not murder, that's the sixth. You shall not commit adultery, that's the seventh commandment. You shall not steal, that's the eighth. You shall not bear false witness against your neighbor, that's the ninth commandment. 
And then finally, the tenth commandment, you shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife, nor his male servant, nor his female servant, nor his ox, nor his donkey, nor anything that is your neighbor's. Tonight, we're going to look at the eighth commandment and verse 15. You shall not steal. Now, I don't know about you, but I suspect you're like me. So far, the Ten Commandments have been very challenging and very convicting. And some of you might be thinking, finally, a commandment that's not going to put me through the ringer because I'm not a thief. Finally, some relief. Well, we'll see. So Now, Look back over the commandments here that are addressing our relationship with our fellow man. Remember the first four commandments address our relationship with God, the vertical, and then the commandments regarding our relationship with our fellow man. Back in verse 12, you have the fifth commandment, honor your father and your mother. And we talked about how it's in our relationship with our parents that we learn to obey those in authority. And that's important, obeying authority. That's important for life, to know to obey authority. Then in verse 13, you have the sixth commandment, you shall not murder, so the sanctity of human life. And then in verse 14, the seventh commandment, you shall not commit adultery, the sanctity of marriage. And I mentioned that the marriage relationship is really the building block of any society. And then tonight, verse 15, the eighth commandment, you shall not steal. And these commandments are really foundational to civilized society. They're essential for any society. And when a society rejects these commandments, that civilized society will begin to disintegrate that society will begin to unravel. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 24 that in the days just before his second coming, lawlessness will abound on the earth. Lawlessness will be rampant on the earth and that the love of many will grow cold. And when Jesus said lawlessness will abound, he was talking about God's law. People will reject and break God's law, God's commandments, And lawlessness will characterize the world in the last days. And here you have this commandment in verse 15. You shall not steal. You shall not steal. What exactly is stealing? Let's just get a working definition here. Stealing is taking something that belongs to someone else. Stealing is taking something that belongs to someone else either by force or secretly, or by deception. It's taking something that belongs to someone else by force, physically taking it, or taking it secretly, stealing it, or by deceiving them out of it. Now, this commandment implies the right of people to own private property. The right of people to own private property that you obtain legally through purchasing it with your money or inheriting it. The right to own private property is a biblical idea. Private property ownership is biblical. It's not a new idea. 
It's not a Western idea. It's not an American idea. It's a very old idea. I mean, we're talking 3,500 years ago in the Bible, and it's from the Bible. The government owning all the property is unbiblical. Uh, The idea of taking property from some people and redistributing it to other people is unbiblical. Penalizing people for owning property or having wealth is unbiblical. And these are things that are issues in our culture today that we hear. Stealing is a very common sin in our culture today. Lawlessness abounds in many parts of our nation right now today. In California, for example, it's always easy to use California for some reason, but in California, the California legislature has decriminalized the theft of anything under $900 in value. They've made it a misdemeanor to steal property worth under $900. The police will not even respond to a theft call in California. So what happens when you decriminalize theft and make it a misdemeanor to steal anything under $900? Well, now in California, people are walking into department stores and loading up shopping carts with merchandise, and they're walking out. How many of you have seen videos of things like that? Many of you here. As long as it's under $900, the police will not do anything. And I guess the thieves bring a calculator with them, you know, and make sure. In San Francisco, people have resorted to leaving their cars unlocked with the windows down and the trunk open or the hatchback of their car open so people will not smash the windows to break into the car. You can see pictures of cars that are parked in San Francisco with the trunk open and with the windows down. In some neighborhoods in New York City, car theft is so high, the police are issuing Apple Air tags to residents to hide in their car so they can track their car when it's stolen. In the United States, a property crime occurs every four seconds in the United States. Someone may be breaking into your car right now. And you'll go out tonight and you'll be like, this is just what we talked about in the Bible study. Jesus said lawlessness will abound right before his return. In the last days, there's going to be just a disregard for God's law and God's commandments. And probably all of us have been the victim of a robbery or we know someone who has been the victim of a robbery or had a car broken into or a home burglarized, or their identity stolen, or a credit card number stolen and charges made. It's violating the Eighth Commandment. You shall not steal. Now this commandment, it forbids outright theft, taking something that doesn't belong to you, or taking someone else's property, And we find many examples in the Bible of theft, of stealing. For example, in Genesis chapter 31, Rachel stole her father's household idols or his household gods. When she left with her husband Jacob and they fled, Rachel stole her father's 
idols. And then when she was confronted about it, she lied to her father instead of returning his gods to him. That's just one example. Kids taking things from their parents violates this commandment. Stealing money from your parents or stealing property from your parents, you know, taking money out of your mother's purse or out of your dad's wallet or taking money off of their dresser, whatever it may be, violates the eighth commandment. Sometimes adult children take things from their parents so their siblings don't get it. That happens quite a bit, especially right after the parents die and before the estate can be divided up. Sometimes you've got siblings that go in there and start taking things. And then they'll lie. They'll lie to cover up their thievery. That violates the eighth commandment. And it violates the fifth commandment. Honor your parents. And it violates the the ninth commandment. You shall not bear false witness or lie. And it violates the tenth commandment. You shall not covet. We'll return to Pastor Dan's message in just a moment. First, Pastor Dan would like to tell you about the new Calvary Chapel Ellicott City app. We recently launched an app for our church and we're really excited about it. It's designed to keep you connected to our radio ministry, Ring of Truth, as well as to our church, Calvary Chapel. And get this, we have over 1,200 sermons on the app. The app is super convenient, it's easy to use, and allows you to listen to Bible studies anytime, anywhere. So download the app right now, search for Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City in your app store, or just follow the links on our website at calvaryec.com. What a great way to stay connected to Scripture. Now, back to today's message on Ring of Truth. We see another example of the violation of the Eighth Commandment with Achan in the book of Joshua. Achan in the book of Joshua. God said to the children of Israel when they crossed the Jordan River and entered into the Promised Land and they came to the city of Jericho, that they were not to take any of the spoils of the city of Jericho. The spoils of the city of Jericho belonged to God. But there was one guy named Achan. And he was Achan. It was Achan for some of the stuff in Jericho. And Achan took some of the silver and some of the gold and some of the expensive clothing that he found in the city of Jericho. He stole it. He hid it in his tent. He buried it in his tent. And when Achan was confronted about it, listen to what he says. This is Joshua chapter 7, verse 21. Joshua seven twenty-one. When I saw among the spoils a beautiful Babylonian garment and 200 shekels of silver and a wedge of gold weighing 50 shekels, I coveted them and I took them. And there they are, hidden in the earth, in the dirt, in the midst of my tent, with the silver under it. Achan says, when I saw it, I coveted it. That's the tenth commandment. And I took them. His covetousness led to stealing. That's what happens when when we steal. We see something we want, and we take it. Now, we understand that this commandment forbids the taking of things that don't belong to us, things like breaking into a car or breaking into a house or or shoplifting at a store. When I was like in ninth grade, I was out with some friends and we went to a convenience store to get like nachos or something and sodas. And there was a group of us there and there's some of the kids in that group I didn't know very well. 
And I didn't know it, but one of the kids in the group was shoplifting as we're in the store, like getting nachos and sodas as 13-year-olds do. And there happened to be an off-duty police officer in the store who saw this kid in our group shoplifting. And we all got busted. I had no idea what was happening. Careful who you hang out with. We understand that, taking someone else's property, shoplifting, but this commandment has many shades to it. It can be violated many different ways, and we don't have time to go through all the ways the Eighth Commandment can be broken, but I do want to give you some ways it can be violated. Look over in Exodus chapter 21, Exodus chapter 21, the very next chapter, verse 16, he who kidnaps a man and sells him, or if he is found in his hand, shall surely be put to death. Kidnapping is a form of stealing. It's stealing a human, stealing a person, and it's punishable by death. That's the same punishment that a murderer received. So kidnapping is stealing. And then he's talking, it's talking about here in verse 16, kidnapping and then selling someone into slavery. That's a violation of the Eighth Commandment. So the form of slavery that existed in our country was a violation of the Eighth Commandment because it was based on forcibly taking people from their homeland and then selling them into slavery. We still have slavery in the world today, as you all know. The United Nations estimates there's 50 million people in slavery Today, around the world, human trafficking would also be a violation of the Eighth Commandment. In Revelation chapter 18, verse 13, we're told that slavery or the selling of people will be a big part of the economy under the Antichrist. It's listed there with other goods. The selling of souls and the selling of bodies are mentioned in Revelation. And right now it's part of the economy, but it's part of the underground economy in our world today. Under the Antichrist, it's not going to be part of the underground economy anymore. Another example of the way this commandment is violated is found in Leviticus chapter 6. It's the very next book after Exodus, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus. You want to turn to Leviticus chapter 6 for me. Beginning in verse 1, I love the book of Leviticus, by the way. I look forward to getting to it with you. It says, the Lord spoke to Moses saying, if a person sins and commits a trespass against the Lord, so the sin is actually against the Lord, by lying to his neighbor about what was delivered to him for safekeeping or about a pledge or about a robbery, Or if he has extorted from his neighbor, you can stop right there. So uh, if someone lies to steal from someone else, the idea here is if they're deceptive, if they deceive to take from someone, it uses the word extort. Your translation might use the word cheat. If they cheat someone They're stealing from them. They're violating the Eighth Commandment. Now, what I'm about to say is not directed towards any specific person here, but when I read that, I think of mechanics or a repairman who lies about the repairs you need or tells you that you need a bunch of work done on your car that you don't really need and you don't really know, so you just go along with it. I mean, we we say things like, does anyone know an honest mechanic? 
or an honest plumber or an honest repairman that I can call. Now, why, why do we say that? We say that because we're so accustomed to them being dishonest and lying to us and taking advantage of us. And we don't want someone to take advantage of us. You know, a few years ago, uh, one of the HVAC systems here at the church, we have five HVAC systems up on the roof of the building here. One of them went out. And I called a commercial HVAC company, and they came out, and they looked at it, and they told me, we got to replace the whole unit. And the estimate was over $20,000. And they were going to bring, had to bring out a crane and this whole deal and get permits. And, and so I called another commercial HVAC company, and they came out, and they fixed it for under 1000 bucks. And it was one part that needed to be replaced. The first company was trying to rip off a church for $20,000. They're lying liars. (laughs) They're being deceptive, right? That's a form of stealing. This idea of extorting or cheating. It's a violation of the Eighth Commandment. I think deceptive advertising violates the uh, Eighth Commandment. Price gouging would be a violation of the Eighth Commandment. Commandment. Some states have laws against price gouging in times of emergencies, like a weather emergency, like a blizzard or a hurricane. And why do we have laws? Why do we need laws against price gouging? Because there are people who want to take advantage of a crisis or take advantage of someone's misfortune or vulnerability or desperation. They gouge them. That's a form of stealing. Fraud would also be a violation of the Eighth Commandment. Making a fraudulent claim on your taxes, for example, or a fraudulent claim on an expense report, or making a fraudulent insurance claim. Most people from this area who visit Florida, they visit South Florida. But the real part of Florida is North Florida, especially Northwest Florida. And there's a town in northwest Florida called Vernon, Florida. It's a very small town, has a population of under 700 people. It's halfway between Pensacola and Tallahassee. And back in the 1960s, several of the residents of Vernon, Florida, entered into an insurance scam. Not a coordinated insurance scam, but the town was small enough that once one person ran the scam... Other people in the town started doing the same thing. And what these people in Vernon, Florida would do is they would take out multiple personal injury insurance policies. And in some cases, it was like 28 or 38 different personal injury insurance policies from a bunch of different insurance companies. And they'd take out all of these personal injury policies and then they would shoot off their hand or shoot off their foot with a shotgun. And collect the insurance money. See, don't go to South Florida. Go to North Florida. (laughs) At one point, two-thirds of all the loss of limb accident claims in the United States were from the area of Vernon, Florida. (laughs) This little town of 700 people. Vernon, Florida became known as Nub City. (laughs) I'm serious. Because there were so many people that lived in that little town that were missing limbs from these insurance scams. Insurance companies stopped selling insurance policies in that part of Florida. Now that may be an extreme example of fraud and dishonesty. 
But anytime we're dishonest for personal gain, we violate the eighth commandment. He asked me how I know, and I say, bring truer than the finest crystal. Thank you for listening to Ring of Truth today. My days are filled with so much activity from sun up to sundown, it's no wonder I feel used up and exhausted by the end of it. Have you been there? Pastor Dan Sexton in this radio ministry aims to change that by bringing you the refreshing Word of God. It's a strong, sturdy foundation to build your day on. Friends, you may be busier than you like, but there is also rest and peace to be found in Scripture. The question is, will you take a moment to utilize the many avenues we have on our website, calvaryec.com, to soak in the truth of His Word? We promise your life will be better for it because we serve a faithful God who hasn't left you. Would you like to hear more messages like this one? Visit calvaryec.com and click on the media tab to get started with all the latest verse-by-verse teachings from Pastor Dan. Ring of Truth is a ministry coming to you from Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City in Columbia, Maryland. You're in the area, won't you look us up? Our doors are open to everyone, including you. We'd appreciate the opportunity to encourage you on your faith journey. We're a community committed to sharing Jesus wherever life takes us. If you don't know our exact location and are unsure of our Sunday service times, you'll find all that information at calvaryec.com. Once again, that's calvaryec.com. Well, that wraps it up for today. Thanks for listening. Come back for more faith building here on Ring of Truth. I see the signs and I recognize the hands that craft and am what I know because I know His voice and it only takes willingness and a conscious choice. You need not guess there's a ring of truth that is unmistakable and knowing that you cannot find alone and if you listen General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.